0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Recess, a mental health podcast. Today, we're going to be starting off a new series about depression. Let's get into it. All right, welcome in, welcome in to another episode of Recess, um, episode 19, 20. I don't even know. I lost track at this point, but we are here. Live, we're not live. You're listening to this after the fact. I don't even know what I'm talking about. But today we're talking about a really, really important topic. I think to a lot of people, to me, and um, my story, in my life, and and that is this topic of depression. Now, depression is a very, very popular conversation right now. The stigma of mental health is is decreasing bit by bit, seemingly every year. And a lot of people are coming out and saying, Hey, I've been depressed. I'm experiencing depression. I'm experiencing this dark place and I need to talk about it and I need to talk about it. And so I have experienced depression since I was like 13. I'm 27 now, and since I was 13, I've experienced bouts and seasons of depression. When I was about 22 years old, I got diagnosed with major depressive disorder, which is kind of the clinical language for for big depression. Just think depression in general, what typically people mean by that is major depressive disorder. And as I started to share that with, with family, with friends, with different folks, even on my Instagram, I learned a lot about mental health and how we view mental health by the reaction I started to get from friends. The things friends would say or not say, friends who would move closer or move farther apart. I learned a lot of things about how we view mental health in general and specifically depression by this experience. And so I want to talk a little bit about depression today. And I want us to almost take this as a 30,000 foot above view. In the coming weeks, we're going to talk more about what do we need to say to depressed people? What should we not say to depressed people? And so my hope in this is to help equip friends of depressed people, maybe depressed people to be able to put words to some of the things they have felt. But in the coming weeks, we're going to talk about all these things. This episode is kind of an introduction into what's depression? What does it look like? What does it mean? what are we, What are we even talking about? when we talk about depression. So let's define depression really, really briefly, okay? Depression is a mental health disorder characterized by depressed or down mood, loss of life, or loss of interest in life and activities, and it's an impairment of daily life. So some of these symptoms are hopelessness, feelings of sadness, changes in sleep and appetite, low energy levels, poor concentration, um, difficulties with self-esteem. These are kind of the clinical descriptions and criteria of depression. Now, for depression to be depression and not just sadness, these symptoms have to be present for a number of weeks. I think major depressive disorder might be even six months, up to six months. So clinically speaking, being sad for a few days doesn't mean that we're depressed. Being upset for a few days or a week doesn't mean we're depressed. Depressed is ha, has a longevity to it, and it's important that we realize that because people just say, oh, I feel depressed when they have a down day. Maybe they're just having a down day. Depression is much longer lasting. Now, depression isn't just sadness. It, it, it isn't just hopelessness or low self-esteem. Depression has a lot of relational ramifications to it. When we are depressed, we can often question every friendship that we have. Do they care about me? Am I meaningful to them? Is this relationship going to last? Does this mean anything? We question all of our relationships and there's a big isolatory factor of depression. We isolate so much. We wonder. About what people are thinking of us, how they're perceiving us. And we're afraid of the answer because we don't want it to be the wrong answer. We don't want it to be, oh, they don't really like us. So we get afraid and we isolate, and then it becomes a cycle of shame. And so a lot of us have experienced this cycle, but it's important for us to know how to view it and to know that it's a really normal thing. Approximately 20% of US adults could experience symptoms of depression in the last two weeks. 10 to 12% of adults have been diagnosed in the last year of depression. It affects millions and millions of people. And this is specifically to the US, the context that we're in. So, how do we view depression? We know what it is, but how are we viewing depression? What is the first thing that comes to your mind when somebody says to you, I feel depressed? Where does our brain go? A lot of times because depression is so painful, most people want to treat it. Most people want to get rid of it as soon as possible. When somebody tells you, when a friend tells you, I feel really, really depressed, our mind can quickly go to, okay, what can I say right now? How can I help right now? How can we get rid of this depression? How can I make sure my friend doesn't feel this way anymore? And that could be a really, really noble thing. And it could also be the wrong way of looking at depression. We have a cultural attitude of solution-focused mental health. We want to treat everything. We want to solve every problem. And now there are times when this is really, really beneficial and clinical therapists, psychologists, doctors, they have the expertise to employ solution-focused ways of dealing with mental health at the appropriate time. They have the training for it. But everyday people like you and me, we might not have the expertise, the knowledge, the psychological understanding. And so when our cultural solution-focused problem-solving fix-it Gets into the mental health space, it can cause problems for those of us who have experienced depression. So, we want to get rid of depression really, really quickly. We want to be really, really solution focused in how we go about that. And we also have a cultural aversion to difficult things. We have a cultural aversion to difficult things. We oftentimes don't know how to sit with our own feelings our hard, difficult feelings, we don't know how to sit with it. And so we get uncomfortable when somebody else has hard feelings. We don't know what to do with it. So then we move to solve because if we solve and we get rid of these hard feelings, then hey, maybe I won't have to deal with them anymore. Maybe I won't have to deal with them anymore. And if we haven't gone down our own story and experienced our own mental health journey and learned about ourselves and learned how to sit with our emotions, we might not be able to do it for somebody else. And so we go into fix it, we go into, hey, let's try this, let's try that, let's do these things to get you not depressed. And for those of us who have struggled with depression, we might start to feel like we are the object of said fixing. If somebody over there, if my best friend or a close family member starts trying to fix us, we can easily think that we need to be fixed. We have become the object. We are not enough. We are not good enough. We need to change fundamentally to be acceptable to folks. The fixing, the solution focus, the discomfort with hard emotions, it affects those of us who have struggled with depression. We have to get away from fixing. We have to get away from solving. We have to get away from having to do something right away. Now, I'll I'll touch more on this later. There are times when we have to step in for depressed friends. If there is self-harm, if there is suicidal ideation, those are things we might have to step in and do something. I'm specifically speaking on depression that isn't going to a suicidal place right now. It's just really, really dark days. It's hopelessness. It's fear. it's, It's longevity of sadness. I'm not speaking to suicidal things. Those are conversations for a different podcast, a different day, a different subject. We are just talking about depression, down, hopeless self-esteem where we're not necessarily in immediate danger. So we view depression through the lens of fixing, solving, solution-focused type of things. How should we view it? How should we view depression? One, we should view it as normal. This is a normal human experience. We see millions of people struggling with depression every year. It's not abnormal. It's not crazy. It's not weird. The first 10 years of my life when I had depression from like 13 to 22, so I guess nine years, I thought I was the only one. I didn't hear people talking about depression that often. I didn't feel comfortable sharing it with anybody because I didn't think I was normal. I thought it made me abnormal. I thought it made me an outsider. But knowing that it doesn't helped me be able to talk about it. So we have to view it, hey, this is normal. This is a human experience. Secondly, we have to know that depression has different levels of intensity. There are different needs for different people in their different levels of intensity. We could have a level three, which is I'm down. It's not the worst. We could have a level eight, nine, where this is actually dangerous. I need professional help no depressive episode is the same. There could be similar vibes, but it's not always the same. It's dependent on what's going on in our social circles, what's going on in our, our work, our families, our life, the cultures, the systems that we're living in. There's a lot of factors that can change and affect how intense the depressive, depressive episode is. And we need to know that depression may be different for different people. It may look different. It may feel a little bit different. Our needs could shift from person to person. So we need to know that depression isn't the same for everybody. It is normal, and it has different levels of intensity. It's not just one thing. There's almost a wave-like quality to it where it's always gonna be water, isn't it? But the manifestation of that wave could look different in different seasons. And it's important to know that depression is something that we may struggle with for our whole lives. It may come and go, it may not always be present, but it is ongoing. I have not had a year of my life since 13 where I have felt free of depressive episodes. So it's been 10, 14 years strong where every year without fail, at least for several weeks, I'll feel really, really low, really, really low. And this is the crux of my point today. We need to view depression through the lens of acceptance. We may not be able to get rid of depressive feelings forever. We may not be able to eradicate it. We might not be able to get rid of depression. We must learn to accept hard things. We must learn to accept the difficult feelings that cause us pain. Because we might not be able to get rid of it. And the more we reject those hard feelings, the more we're going to invalidate ourselves And cause us to slip into spirals. When I was depressed the first several years, it got worse and worse and worse because I just rejected that anything was wrong. I tried to avoid it. I tried to distance myself from it. I tried to numb myself. And until I started to accept, hey, I'm feeling this way right now and I'm okay. I'm okay to feel this way. I'm okay to be down. I'm okay to have no motivation. I accept that I'm dealing with this right now. Acceptance doesn't mean we can't change habits or behaviors. Acceptance means we have come to terms with the existence of something hard. And we are not trying to shift anything fundamentally about ourselves. I am still okay as a person. And this thing is here and I see it and I accept its existence. We must learn to accept depression when it comes because we can't eradicate it. We can manage our symptoms and we can cope and that's good and therapy does so much good work with that. But to try to just get rid of all difficult feelings, it's not going to happen because humanity means suffering in a certain way. We will suffer. We will experience hard things. And so it's important for us to know that we have to accept depression. We have to accept it. We have to be at peace with its existence because we're not going to be able to do anything with it to help us feel better until that happens. So bottom line, as I wrap up today, We have to be able to realize that depression doesn't just mean sadness. It's a bigger, deeper thing to just lump in depression and sadness is to invalidate those who've experienced the intensity of depression. There are times where we need to step in for our depressed friends. If there's suicidal ideation, if there's self-harm and often, if not every single time, a professional mental health person needs to be involved, a psychologist, a doctor, a therapist, a therapist, need to be involved. Depression needs to be viewed with an acceptance lens and not a lens of eradication. We don't need to get rid of hard feelings because that's part of our life. We need to learn how to manage and to cope in a healthy way and to not let them control us, but they will come. And we have to learn how to manage and regulate ourselves. We have to stop trying to fix depressed people we have to accept depressed people exactly where they are because the more we try to fix, the more we try to solve their depression, the more we try to employ solution-focused strategies, the more we invalidate them. Because we're saying to them, your difficult feelings, I need them to go away. Instead of, hey, I'm here with you in the hard stuff and I'm not going anywhere. And I'm just going to sit with you. The more we try to get rid of discomfort or uncomfortable emotions, the more we invalidate ourselves. If we can accept the hard things, we can learn how to manage and create healthy behaviors, healthy habits so that we don't get sucked down into a shame spiral. So that is our 30,000 foot view of depression and how it needs to be viewed through a lens of acceptance. In the coming weeks, we're going to look at how do we talk to a depressed person? How do we not talk to a depressed person? We're going to talk and touch on those things. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this, if it was helpful, would love for you to to send it to a friend to subscribe to the podcast um, or the YouTube channel. I'm filming these now, and I don't know if the quality is good yet. (laughs) Anyways, y'all, hope you have a good rest of your week. I'll catch you next time.